Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro at the NovaCare Complex. And maybe it's the calm after the storm. The NFL Draft 2023 version is over. The Eagles held a rookie minicamp this past weekend, and there was no news, and that's good news. So Nick Sirianni and the coaching staff really introducing the basics to the 2023 rookies and some selected veterans and some tryout players. There's no word that any of the tryout players were signed to contracts. Of course, we'll keep you up to date on that. This week, the NFL schedule will be announced. Thursday night is the expectation. How many primetime games will the Philadelphia Eagles have? What's the maximum number? Because this team is hot, hot, hot. And not that it matters, and I wrote about this on the PhiladelphiaEagles.com website, official team app, etc. But the power poll, the power rankings are out. Peter King from Monday Morning Quarterback fame, now he's with Pro Football Talk, uh, says the Eagles are the number one team in the NFL, and not a word of that mentioned in the NovaCare complex, which I happen to like. Nobody paying attention to that kind of stuff. Um, but it certainly is flattering. And the Eagles, really, it's an indication of just how strong an offseason this football team has had. Now, two of the moves the Eagles made during the offseason were to reunite high school teammates. Of course, that wasn't the intent, but that is the result. The Eagles in free agency signing wide receiver Olamide Zacchaeus. Well, as he's known in the Novacare Complex, OZ. He's a St. Joe's prep graduate, went to University of Virginia, signed as an undrafted rookie with the Atlanta Falcons 2019, and every single season, his numbers have gotten better and better and better. Three catches as a rookie, all the way up to 40 receptions in 2022 with the Falcons. Five foot eight, 193 pounds, and a great story. We will talk to him in just a few moments. But first, out of St. Joe's Prep and the city of Philadelphia, you know, a player who for so many years, if you lived in the area, you knew about him, a star in high school, then he went to Georgia, was a star there, then he went to the Detroit Lions, round two in the 2020 draft. And he's been outstanding in the NFL. As a running back, as a receiver, he comes to the Eagles Day three of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Eagles swing a trade and select, well, not select, they acquire DeAndre Swift from the Detroit Lions. He is now going to be the Eagles' jersey number zero. We talked before the jersey numbers were assigned, so this conversation does not include his reasoning for being number zero, but it certainly does include all of the intentions that DeAndre Swift has in this loaded Eagles offense. So here we started off with our Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group, one-on-one with Eagles running back, receiver, weapon, DeAndre Swift. So here, here's how it worked in Philly on and around everybody who's an Eagles fan on Saturday. DeAndre Swift's an Eagle? DeAndre Swift's an Eagle? DeAndre Swift's an Eagle? And now he joins me here on the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. DeAndre Swift is an Eagle. So uh, how's it feel being a Philadelphia Eagle? It's, it's, it's amazing, man. This is like a dream come true. It's like 
I'm getting all these emotions. Everything's coming full circle, man. It's it's, it's a great opportunity just to come join an organization that has tremendous history. Um, join the coaching staff that I believe in everything that they're implementing. And um, just being in the building these couple of days, I could just tell the team is connected. It's about love here. And just, I'm just excited just to have this opportunity to get in here and work with these guys. Were you an Eagles fan growing up? Yes, sir. Were you a deep, hardcore Eagles fan I, growing up? I wasn't. Up? I used to always love to see the Eagles win. I never had like a specific team, I always, but I'm from the city, so yeah. I always love to see the Eagles win. It's weird. Football players sometimes aren't when you're kids. Like you, I guess you're so into the game yeah. that you just love that game of football. Yeah, what, what, what made you love the game of football? My, uh, my passion for the game started early. Um, I started at a, the age of five, just getting around the game of football. My uncle um, actually was the head coach for the team called E9 Eagles in uh in Mount Airy, where I'm from. So he kinda introduced me, told me to come out to the um come out to the field or whatever. Then my dad got involved with it and just kind of snowballed from there. And then I just fell in love with the game at a young age. And it was just like my happy place, my peace, which just the last today. It's the game of football is amazing. Always a running back? Or were you a quarterback? Like the pop, like the young, young kids, <laughs> yeah. the best players always the quarterback because yeah. nobody can hand yeah. the ball. Like, were you a quarterback to start? No, I played everything when I was young, but mostly running back. I played a lot of different positions on the defensive side of the ball when I was younger. Um, played receiver, slot receiver, just did a lot of different things when I was young. When did you think you, uh, so I read something that there was a time when you were a freshman at the prep, yeah. you were a little nervous, but you didn't think you really would make it as a as a varsity 100%, 100%. player 100% so you overcame that yeah. what, what what that mean to you like in the big picture here it, it, it showed me early on that it allowed me to lock in meaning like just take it to the next level like my first just being able to play varsity football at a young age and having success my first game I remember my first game was in Dallas against Dallas Jesuit um, varsity um, I had a good game so after that I just was able to take my game to the next level from there, and that made me understand, like, okay, I'm, I'm good at this. Had you Have you ever had that indecision ever Not, since? never really had any doubt of my ability or anything like that. It's just when you're in high school and you're on varsity, you're, you're young, ninth grade, you're playing against bigger, faster people, but I'm still excelling. I'm still succeeding on the field. So it's I knew I'm blessed. I, I mean, I'm I blessed. feel like you – like. I feel like you've always – from the time that you started becoming a big thing, everybody had you pegged for – Stardom in the NFL, pressure mm-hmm. as a young guy. I don't really think of it as pressure. I just, I'm, I'm beyond blessed to just be in this position to go out there and do what I love each day. Um, I, and I love the process of this, man. Just, just going, being able to work each day and just perfect my craft and prove anybody that's that's doubt in anything. Or I don't really think too negative because I know what I am. I know what I can bring. Um, and I know the type of person I am. How did you develop receiving skills? How young were you? Because mm-hmm. you were a pass catcher as well as, of course, a great running back in high school. Like, that's not natural. It's not, but I'm, I'm, God's blessed me with a tremendous amount of talent, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. So it's just something I work at all the time. Um, any opportunity I'm working out, I catch, run routes, do everything I need to do so I can be ready for any role. What do you think you've proven to yourself? Three seasons. I think there's a scat. I've got a good stat here on you. Uh, okay, in your first 26 career games with Detroit, you were one of only six players in the history of the game to have 1,000 receiving yard, 1,000 rushing yards, 105 receptions, and 17 touchdowns in 26 games. I mean, that's legit stuff. What, what do you think you've proven to yourself? I think I'm just getting started. To be honest, 
I think I'm just getting started. And what, so that, that's fresh starts are, are good. Do you feel reborn being a Philadelphia Eagle? <laughs> In a sense, uh, it's, it's a fresh opportunity, fresh start um, with a great group of guys. Um, I want to say I, I thank Detroit for the opportunity they gave sure. me. First and foremost, the city of Detroit will always have a place in my heart. I love them. Um, but excited for this for this opportunity. What do you see when you look at this offense? A from the outside, and mm-hmm. now now that you're on the inside, from the outside looking in, explosive. Um, doesn't really have too many weaknesses. Um, the way the way Jalen commands the offense, his leadership, the way Kelsey is the old line laying on the outside great running back group that I'm that I'm joining being a part of um you know you got the dogs out on the outside AJ and Devontae you got Quez it's, it's just it's a lot it's, it's weapons are everywhere over the field but now that I'm here it's even better because I get to put in the work I just see how the guys connect together so it's it's a lot it's, it's cool do you are you I, I hate to even ask this question are you do you remember are you old enough to remember I can't believe I'm asking Brian Westbrook yes most definitely. Like so, I think that you're like Brian Westbrook in a sense that you can potentially move around. All, have, are you used to meet moving all over the formation and creating good matchups? Yes, learning different positions, different formations, and just being able to showcase what guys give me. What? What? How much do you squat? How much do I squat? Is that- <laughs> I'm looking, I'm, looking at your, I'm looking at your thigh, but you got big I ass legs. I haven't squatted like heavy maxed out since college, and that was about like five and some change. That's great. Or something. Yeah. Um, what was the, what was the NFL lesson in Detroit? Um, you guys came close last year. I mean, really patience. Yeah. Uh, you really turned it around last year. Get you got that taste of winning. Mm-hmm. That must make you hungry for more. Hundred uh, percent. I've been in programs all my life where that was the standard, and Detroit no different. Um, they great culture over there, winning culture um, now. But um, like I said, I can't explain how excited I am to join the Philadelphia Eagles. What's it? What was your phone like on Saturday? How? How? Uh, give me a con- context. How? Crazy, how it exploded? Crazy, crazy. It's still it, it died down a little bit, but um, it's still a lot. Everybody reaching out. Um, but emotions on myself was just up and down. It, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. I'm sure for everybody that DeAndre Swift was not able to text back. Uh, on behalf of DeAndre, he says, thank you for your great wishes, and 100%. I'll get back to you Most in the next, I'm in the next year. I'm trying my best, too, but uh, I'm so focused and locked in right now. Um, are you living in your in your hometown bedroom, in your ho- your house uh, bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> are you getting... <laughs> are you? No, not right okay. now, no. Are you going to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably be on the couch somewhere back in my environment where I'm comfortable at. <laughs> yeah. um, how, how's it like with your with your friends? I mean, has it all been... Hey, we're really thrilled Most that you definitely. all. Everybody I talk to, just the love and support that I that I've gotten is is, is unconditional because um like I'm from the the, heart, in the city, so it's like people have seen me kind of grow up and become this type of man, this man, this player that I'm becoming. It's 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 just a lot to. It's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. And I know when you were in, at prep, you guys practiced here. I knew that when you were very young, you came here. Um, did you have stars in your eyes when you walked in and? Saw players way back when? 100%. Just being in an NFL facility um, at that young age, it kind of put in perspective, like, one day I'm a, I'll be in this league playing ball, doing scoring touchdowns, things like that. And now that this, this is here, it's, it's like, what can I do to stay on this level? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, man, I appreciate you coming in. I know it's been a whirlwind few days. Has it truly sunk in all the way? I don't, I don't, it, it has, it has, just being in the building, but I still, like, it, it doesn't feel real, to be honest, it, it really don't, because now that I'm back home, it's just like, this opportunity, I feel like it's bigger than me, that's the opportunity just from the young kids that I have grew up with, just the, the, the young kids that followed me my whole life, my whole football journey, 
I just feel like it's bigger than me at this point. Well, it is. You're wearing the hoodie. Beyond blessed. Beyond blessed. That's the truth. It's the motto, man. This is my uh, one of my good friends, Quan Cook. His uh, his um, clothing line. I like it, and it's the truth. Most and definitely. DeAndre Swift is a Philadelphia Eagle, and I'm glad to meet you, man. Yes, sir. Thank Thanks you. for coming in on the podcast. Great Most job, definitely. and look forward to seeing you on the field. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, good stuff there from Swift, and now let's move it over to OZ, who's 5'8", again, 5'8", 193, comes into a loaded Eagles receiver room. What kind of role will he have? We'll see about it, but certainly the story is unique, inspiring, and along the way, you know, we kind of learned some lessons here from Olamide Zacchaeus one-on-one here at the Novacare Complex. Olamide Zacchaeus, OZ, welcome. Thank you. Um, I mean, there's so many things to talk about, but I guess the, the basic one is, yeah, it is all sunken in with you, right, that you're a Philadelphia Eagle? Like coming home, being with the hometown team that I hope you cheered for when you were a kid? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of sunk, sunken in a little bit, but uh, I was actually a Chargers fan growing up. because I used to. How play, come? I used to play running back, and uh, Ladainian oh. Tomlinson was my favorite player. Right. So I just, whatever team he was on, I was, that was my favorite team. How did you make it back to Philly? What? How, tell me about the route that they brought you back to your home area, because I know you lived in Jersey, right. um, and becoming a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, free agency, man. Um, it uh, just kind of just naturally happened that way. Just uh, waiting patiently. Teams filled out, you know, their rosters, and uh, I just saw the opportunity to come to come back home. Basically, I was like, I told my agent, let's, like, like, let's get on this. Let's let's be aggressive with this, and let's let's make this happen. Do you look at the roster when you before you make a decision and say, hey, I I feel like I can make it, make an impact here for sure. Um, just uh, you know, looking at the receiver room in, in, in general, obviously they, they lost Zach Pascal, um, and uh, he trains with the same guy that I train with. So, you know, obviously they had had a hole there, and, and uh, you know, I'm confident in what I can do. So I feel like I could I could add value to any team that I go to. But um, you know, especially when somebody leaves a receiver room, you know, there's there's a void there somewhere. So, um, you know, like I said, I. Just confident in what I can do, and knew I was going to add values in some way. You've beaten the odds, Oz. Um, players, I'm, I don't even know it's less than two percent. Mm-hmm. If you don't get drafted, you to make it in the NFL. What? What? What's the key to your success, been? Um, so 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 much, so much, so many things. Uh, I would say the main thing is just being a sponge, um, and uh, just learning. Like one thing I've always been able to do is just learn quick learn fast and uh when I went to Atlanta it's a stacked receiver room you know Julio Muhammad Sanu Calvin Ridley Justin Hardy Russell Gage you know a bunch of other guys there too that I was learning from and uh just being just having that example put in front of my face every day I was able to learn so quick and just pick up things so quick about playing receiver and just being a receiver in the NFL um that helped me so much so just being a sponge and then like just taking advantage of your opportunities. Like, they, they come, sometimes they come slim, like very, very few of them. But if you make, make the most out of them, you know, they see the, the potential and the, the upside of who you are as a player. When you go into a camp that first time, like, like your razor-thin margin of error, like you have to be great every single day. Right. Um, how, how, how challenging yourself like that, how much did that help you in the big picture here? Uh. It, it helped me a lot. It helped me a lot. And just the, not only the efficiency of that that mindset, but also just like um, the 
the margin of error. Yeah. You know, it was very small. It was very small. And you just find ways. You know, I, I remember going into my, my rookie year training camp. Uh, I wasn't getting a lot of reps. And uh, I was like, all right, I have to find a way to, like, pop out on film. And f- for me, like, getting maybe six to eight reps a day, maybe, maybe 10, maybe 12, depending on the day. Uh, for me, it was just finishing. Like, I want to be, like, when you watch film, you have to see me on film right next to the ball carrier, no matter what. And uh, that was just the mindset. And, and uh, you know, I just attacked it like that. And, uh, you know, it, it worked out for me. What was it like finding out that you made that team for the first time? And, and like, how did it go down in Atlanta? Like, I know that that last cut day, guys are in their hotel rooms hoping the phone doesn't ring, basically. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that day, um, well, it was really like a couple of days, really. It was like the whole weekend. The whole weekend, weekend yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I had a feeling that I did enough to put myself in a position to make the team. And, uh, you know, just like you said, it's just a waiting game. You know, you're just sitting by your phone and you're like, ah, just trying to keep yourself busy and stuff like that. So um, first day went by, I didn't get a call. I said, like, okay, that's, that's a good sign. Second day comes, and then uh, our receiver coach at the time, uh, Raheem Morris, he said, he called me, and uh, that's my guy. He called me, he was like, you good. <laughs> so, he, and you proceeded to jump up and down, call your parents. Like, what did you do? Uh, Take I, it cool? I called my mom just because, um, you know, I know she would be excited for me, and then my brother as well. But uh, for me, I just knew that there was still work to be done. Like, I wasn't where I wanted to be, but that was a huge step for me. But the mindset wasn't to make the team. It was to make an impact on the team, you know. So um, it was it was a cool moment, but I knew that there was way more work to be done. And I wanted to spend some time with that story just kind of as it translates to now. That I imagine, OZ, that you have had that chip on your shoulder and will always have that chip on your shoulder. Like, nothing's ever going to be given to you. Ever, ever, man. And um, just looking at my life and even football career, uh, it never goes exactly the way I envision it, but there, it's always ended up working out. You know, and uh, like a chip, just being that, that underdog has always been a part of my, my journey and my story. And um, it, like you said, it'll, it'll always be there for me. And it's something that I, I thrive in. I thrive in that, in that environment. When did you want to become an NFL player? How how long has it always been your thought? Like your entire life, you've loved the NFL. You love football so much. Uh, so I would say, for me, uh, in high school, when I was in high school, and um, the thought Saint Joe's Prep, yeah, Saint Joe's Prep, shout out Saint Joe's Prep. I would say in high school, that's when I was like, okay, I can I can do this. I can take this to the highest level. I want to take it. Um, hmm. Why? What What made you think that? Because you were dominating at such a high level of high school football? Yeah, and no, I just didn't uh, – that, and um, I just enjoyed the process of getting better. Like, and, it, and especially in football where, you know, not everybody's the tallest well, – I'm, I'm not the tallest, you know, and uh, or the fastest or the strongest, but, like, it was just, like, overcoming that – that stigma or that that perception of being smaller, being not as fast, not as quick or whatever. Like, I love that, and I I seen the opportunity in that to to overcome that, and that that's something that just drove me and, and uh, pushed me to to become better. And uh, so I always like had that in my mind to like like keep striving for that. 
How many times in your life have you been told that, eh, you're just too small, eh, you're not going to make it, eh, you're not good enough, Like, or people snicker when you say, I want to be an NFL player? Uh, all my life, yeah. <laughs> like every stage of my life. Uh, obviously, you, you have your supporters and the people that actually believe in you, but even to this day, still people that, you know, doubt me. And But, uh, you know, it's just a part of it. It's a part of it. There, there's a... It's a, like a overarching ignorance that's been a part of my life just from the outside looking in. So, you know, you kind of just embrace that and you keep going. I think it's cool that you've turned that into a positive, into mm-hmm. a motivational, a motivational chip mm-hmm. that you think about every day. Um, okay, so let, let's talk about what you bring to the Eagles for those fans who may not be familiar with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that from what I've heard, great hands, versatile, blocker, tough, strong. Add, add, some, add the scouting report. Uh, everything you said inside uh, outside yeah. yeah just reliable you know whatever the team needs me to do I'll do um, special teams anything like returning whatever 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 gets the job done you know I think uh, one thing that this offseason you know really really taught me is just like uh, I'm a winner you know what I'm saying and it might not always feel like that but th- the way I work is I work to win so uh, you know obviously this culture is that. So I feel like um, it's just perfect for me. Describe the culture here that, that you've known for a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Is, is, it, is it a different culture than you've – I don't want to say different because mm-hmm. I'm not nothing disparaging any other team. Right. Is, it, is it a welcoming culture? It's a very welcoming culture. And um, it's just uh, – it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. It's, it's very beautiful. Just the whole building is – here for one goal and as soon as I walked in the building you can just feel that and uh like I said it's like I'm a winner so I feel like this is this is perfect this is perfect for me everything's about competing and connecting and coming together as a team to reach this one common goal and you can just feel that throughout the building from talking to the staff to people in the cafeteria to you know just anybody you walk by like Everybody's on board with this one goal, and it's it's just beautiful. That's cool to hear. I, I love I love when players say that because I I agree too. Yeah. I've been here a thousand years. Um, so you and Marcus are together again. Mm-hmm. I know that last year you had a great connection. Mm-hmm. What was that like having really earned the trust of Marcus so much, and your numbers were so good, and your production was outstanding? Uh, it was good, but like like everything, it just takes a lot of work. You know, me and Marcus putting a lot of time together. Um, from OTAs to the summer to training camp throughout the season. Like, um, man, me, me and Marcus put in a lot of time to, to build that chemistry and that, and that trust and that connection. So, um, you know, having him here is obviously a, you know, a plus. And just, you know, just to be able to talk to him and see what he sees and talk to him and, J- and Jalen and stuff like that. So, um, you know, uh, I'm a, I, can, I can say a lot of great things about Marcus, man. When you signed here, I went back and watched your first NFL reception, 93 <laughs> yards. What a cool darn play that was. Uh, Matt Ryan throwing it out of the end zone. Take me back to that moment. The lo- I think the longest first catch in the history of the NFL. Yeah, um, <laughs> just uh, reflecting on it, it's, it's, it's still a crazy thing to think about. But uh, So uh, that game, Calvin really got hurt, and I was backing him up. And uh, it was like maybe my second play in the game. Um, and third and seven, I think, backed up in the end zone. And uh, they went zero uh, trying to get a safety or just get more pressure, get a sack or something. And uh, we quick snapped it. 
I ran my route and uh, I look up and I see the ball late and I was able to fade to it like late. And I broke a tackle and yeah. scored. And then like running down the field, I'm like, yo, that really just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so like, if you, I don't know if you watch the clip. Oh yeah, you'll kind of you'll kind of see me like walking the end zone and just like, like oh dang, dang that really just happened. And then uh, I turn around and I. I feel like I seen the whole team sprinting at me. Like it was, it was a cool moment. It was a very cool. Is moment. that ball now in your man cave? In your OZ man cave? It is. It is. My mom has it. So wait, are you sleep? Are you back at home? Are you sleeping in your childhood uh, no, bedroom? Okay, darn. I was, I was, I was hoping you go back and, and get some of mom's uh, cooking and I, have a I, good time. I visit often. You know, definitely being twenty minutes away from my mom. You know, I'll, I'll be home a lot, but. Uh, can't can't sleep at home. <laughs> need, need my own space. What has it been like last one for you? I know coming back to St. Joe's prep and DeAndre is here now. It mm-hmm. must be a really comforting, great feeling. What has it been like for you? It's been it's been great, man. And um, you know, I think uh just the ups and downs of being an NFL player, like it's one thing uh, you know, you have to deal with. And I was, I was something I was telling Dre is just like everything is happening exactly the way it should be. You know, whether you whether it feels like that for you right now. Or not, like that's exactly what it is. So just embrace the moment and uh like bro, you like we're back home, like where we played high school football and you know, did a lot of work. So like it's it's a beautiful opportunity to embrace and uh yeah. you know I'm excited for it. You guys sat and dreamed about being NFL players right in high school. Are. And then this is the moment, full circle moment where we come back and play with like play together, like it's crazy. That's so cool. There's a lesson for everybody in there. For sure. Don't give up. Don't let people tell you that you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Just keep working hard and learn fast. Learn fast. Be a sponge. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate Welcome. it. Nice to meet you. Thank you. In this week's Extra Point here on the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, let's talk a little bit about the Eagles' 2023 regular season schedule. We don't know a bunch about it. We don't know who, where, what. We do know who. It's a great schedule. One of the hardest in the NFL. The NFC East, really strong once again after sending three teams to the postseason last year. And just a reminder that as wacky and wild and crazy as everything in the NFL usually is, this statistic, above all, may be the craziest. Not a single repeat winner in the NFC since the Eagles did it in the 2003 and 2004 seasons. So while everybody thinks the Eagles are going to be an outstanding team this year, just make sure you take nothing for granted. That fact alone, not since 2003-04, has there been a repeat winner in the NFC East. So what's going to happen when the schedule is announced on Thursday night? Oh, a lot of primetime games. There's talk in league circles, media circles at least, that The Eagles and the Giants will play on Black Friday. Certainly, the Eagles are going to wear some Kelly Green jerseys this year. In what games will they wear them? So these are announcements to be made, and it's just so exciting. As the Eagles now, and still in phase one of their offseason, we have so much to look forward to. And make sure you're with us on our social channels, our official team app, PhiladelphiaEagles.com. For when the schedule is announced on Thursday night, we are going to blow it out because it's time then to look ahead to the 2023 regular season. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me for this Eagles Insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to Trevor Hayes for doing such a great job putting this all together. Thanks to all of you 
for tuning in each and every episode. We'll see you next week. We'll talk schedule. We'll talk 2023. Gosh, it's so close and yet so far away. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly. And go Birds! E-A-T-L-E!